Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time. Cold. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? Hey, it was good, everybody listening. Okay. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. Same, same. Also joining us through Discord. Off the coffee. <laughs> also joining us through Discord, it is the Edgelord himself. It is big news, Brian. Hey, what's up, nerds? Hey, how you guys doing? You guys doing all right? You guys feeling oh, okay? I'm doing, I'm doing fucking great, Christian. Thanks for fucking asking, man. Dude, I've been reading Blue Box. What? Blue Box? Is that the new manga that just came out? Oh, damn it, Josh. You're mocking me because I... <laughs> oh, no, it it's Chojo. Oh, you've been reading that? I read it sometimes. No, I, I heard, but... I want to do I want to do a little one-shots, not this week, Craving that sports manga, aren't For you? real, honestly, I'm just like... Uh, but this isn't even really a sports manga. I think it's more of a romance than anything. But in any case, we'll probably get to that in a future episode. But in any case, let's get this show started. We got some stuff to talk about this week. So let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Aspinall on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven, and that's on Instagram as well. Hell yeah, Brian. You can find me at b dot esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, uh, I've been playing a lot of League recently. Actually, uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash its punchline. What I did not mean to flip you guys off. Is, huh? that, is that League of Legends or Rocket League? Or? Yeah, League of Legends. League of Legos. Whoa. I suck at it, and it's really, really hard to get into. Don't worry about it. But I feel like I'm starting to come around to it now. Right. I'm starting to see the hype. Yeah, get your boy at uh, It's Punchline on Twitch.tv. Uh, you can follow yeah. the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a weekly really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, we are announcing the results for this week on this show but uh you know let your voice be heard go on to our twitter follow us and take part in the survey and we'll announce the winner every time it could be your favorite series who wins uh we only get a choice of four so you know you could also write in your vote if anything uh you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want to, us to talk about maybe on one shots or whatever any topics you want us to do uh that would be pretty sweet comment below with the same anything you guys want any praise you guys want to heap on us we'll take that <laughs> uh or anything you think that would make the show a little better um we're always looking to uh improve our process here at new jump city uh <laughs> brian's face is stuck on so uh in any case uh damn i just got distracted by, by brian's face my bad um because <laughs> he just froze for a minute but full chad yeah, full trade. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, let's get the show started. Spoiler alerts ahead. Uh, it is time to randomize. One piece. Oh, fuck. RGC, by the way. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might as well. Uh, oh, we got an OF? <laughs> Before we even said anything about the chapter. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. Well, whatever. I it is no, also that's cool. It is also mine. So, 
uh, I will play the drop. Josh, how about you? Is it yours? Uh, uh no. Damn, we were this close to a certified, unified, unified but, you know, I haven't made the drop for it anyway. Yeah, this is uh, me and Brian's really good chapter of the week. Uh, it's not the audiences, unfortunately, but you can vote on that on. Oh, Twitter. I wonder. I wonder who the audience RGC is. Oh, Brian, you don't know. Could be any. Could be any chapter. It could be any series. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Well, let's get started. This is One Piece chapter one thousand and twelve. Itch. Uh, last we left off, oh, uh, Big Mom just flattened the fucking esophagus of page one and ulti is just standing there not even really knowing what to do it seems like uh but yeah we cut back over to the uh akazaya nine uh the remaining members as uh it looks like they're splitting off uh kiku is kind of kiku gets asked by his brother if uh if she feels like any pain on her arm because she just literally lost it but you know what she's grown up since then She's you know, like a bleach character, she's just like, eh, hey, whatever. <laughs> well, I guess it's this like... This one is okay. Yeah, I guess it's just like kind of a callback to when she was a kid. She was like a big, like, crybaby. Yeah. Now she's just trying to show her brother that she's strong. Uh, this one this ain't one. no bitch. <laughs> it reminds me of a little callback to Roroni Kenshin, because in the manga, this is uh, like Kenshin would use this one a lot to refer to himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's. I probably it. didn't catch that when I was younger, like watching it. The, did, did they translate? No, that they, didn't, they like, didn't. Did he? He didn't say that. Yeah, he didn't say this one in the anime, but in the manga. Okay, okay. He strictly yeah, that refers to been as this one. Um, but anyway, that being said, uh, at some point, Kinemon's like, "Oh shit, we. I guess we got this. This place is a battlefield. I think we have to uh, split off and join the fight. Uh, Kinemon's gonna go off to rescue uh, Momonosuke." Um, Meanwhile, Kiku is like, wait, let me take care of Conjuro. You you help somewhere else that might need you more. I could take down Conjuro. Uh, and they're like, all right, no prob. Um, that's when Cat Viper is approached by uh, Shishilan and the little monkey guy that we saw in the beginning of the Zoe arc. Uh, it's been a long time since we've seen, uh, I think his name is Barriette. Uh And they basically explain the situation uh apparently i forgot cat viper didn't know up to this point that pedro died uh and yeah the uh shishilan explains like yeah it happened on big mom's territory and the guy who specifically like was the reason he's dead is on this island right now Uh, yes sir yeah it was pretty good and wanda and carrot have been defeated uh and this guy is still lurking around so cat viper's like oh fuck yeah i'm gonna Beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, he took off. This motherfucker slipping. He started legit flying. Yeah. I didn't know that was. I didn't know he. I didn't know he could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cat, but I'm with it. It's cool. Cat Viper just. I mean, I love Cat Viper. Um, he's. Yeah. Uh, I love him and Dog Storm. They're just both so fucking cool. Yeah, of the two though, yeah. Cat Viper's just so fucking funny. Like, I remember when Do- when Chopper was trying to treat him on Zoe. And he was just getting distracted by cat toys and shit. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a legit cat. Yeah, but <laughs> and he can't help it. But yeah, it's on site for Perospero. He better watch his fucking. Oh, it's so on site for that nigga as soon as he pull up. I mean, as not soon the... as he starts seeing candy. 
Yeah, not the one-on-one I was expecting, but one I'm extraordinarily excited for. Uh, sure. I'll take it. Right before he picks on Pedro. Yeah. Was weak from dealing with King and Queen. Yay. Um we cut over to the crawl space on the first floor where uh Yamato volunteers herself to be a decoy so that uh everybody will just kind of leave this area alone. It seems like so they because they think uh Momonosuke is always going to be with Yamato. They figure that, you know, she's going to run around with this weird little makeshift doll of Momonosuke and somehow everybody's going to be fooled. Um, but yeah, Momonosuke kind of sees through her. He's like, you just want to fight. <laughs> that's that's all you want. You're not trying to distract nobody. Um, yeah, like, go, go ahead. Just like, go. We don't even know you that much. So like, just do you. Yeah. Uh, before she goes, she asks uh, Momonosuke if Luffy's okay. And uh, he's basically like, yeah, he's weakened, but, you know, he's still good. But there are only two voices up there right now, which is basically Kaido and him. Uh, I guess he takes notice to the fact that uh, Law and everybody else has left the rooftop. And uh, Yamato's like, oh, shit, one-on-one. I have to hurry. So I guess a co-op between um, Yamato and Luffy is coming. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. She Uh, is going to strong harm her way onto this fucking boat. I'm telling you. Oh, I mean, Yamato (laughs) for Straw Hat is pretty in effect right now. Uh, I don't I'm. <laughs> I got. I'm not gonna have that conversation now. I, I want to still give her a chance. Yeah. But I. I think this actually makes. Like they. Like I feel like this is just reinforcing that we are that Luffy's probably not gonna beat Kaido. Like this. This part of this chapter alone made me think. There's a reason why. Like so many people are are like say like if kaido's in a 1v1 you gotta bet on that dude like you literally gotta bet on that guy and now his own son yeah his own son is like oh shit it's a one-on-one i have to get up there because i feel like some kaido's way stronger than we think he is right now like uh, i know rufi's getting a lot of good power-ups but still kaido is he's not a slouch he's not i don't think he's gonna go down easy I don't know. I, I don't mean, know if you compare the two characters... Oh, go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying I have no idea how it's going to go. Kaido yeah, is so I, strong. I, I but, feel you like um, you... The fact that Luffy's even like able to command a one-on-one against him and hold his own for the time being is an astronomical feat that we... Yeah, of course. That when, when he was on Shibodi running from Kumo, there was, <laughs> there was no way this was happening. Yeah. Right? No, it's funny. Yeah. Even, uh, e- 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 even against Doflamingo. I mean, he wasn't ready. We seen what happened earlier. He even got to jump on Kaido and punch him on the top of his head, mm-hmm. dragon style too, big yeah. ass target. And he just got up and cracked his head open. You know what I mean? So like, this is a big deal. And you know, I, I I'd be surprised if any hardcore, even the most hardcore Luffy fans aren't expecting this to be like a, you know, Luffy wins. Yeah, by himself. I think he's going to have help. I think there's going to be some extraordinary circumstances that leads to him winning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one piece. I'm ready to accept that. Mm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think what's going to happen is that uh, Luffy's going to use Gear 4 again. He's going to, like, run out of time for a minute. And then Yamato is going to sub in tag team style. You know, sh- uh, she's going to give it her best effort fight. They're probably going to do a Kaido flashback 
because of the two of them fighting for a while. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of ways that could play out. I'm really excited. So so do you think that that's just going to be a trend where Luffy has to wrong. buy time af- during every fight just because he's <laughs> he ran out of hockey or something? I think that's fine in particular. It's just going to be a long time. And the, I mean, you know, it depends if he uses Gear 4 again. I don't think he's going to use it for now because he's just focusing on training his, his like, reuse, Rio hockey itself. Yeah, Wait, how long... How long was the God Valley fight for? Like, how long did they fight in God Valley? Like, usually these Emperor's type fights take days and shit. No, that's like true. I'm hoping that we get to a point in One Piece where we see Luffy and the Straw Hats being in fucking day long fights. Like twenty four hours. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Roger. No, I would say time out past a certain time and say I'll meet y'all niggas here no, tomorrow. No, Roger. Roger yeah, and Whitebeard's crew fought for days. Yeah, they fought no for like three way. days, didn't they? They're mad thirsty. I'm sure whatever <laughs> it was they was fighting about, it was not that serious that they couldn't just meet up the next day. Aokiji and Aokiji and um, Kuzan fought for for seven days, right, or two weeks. But we already know Magma Man is the. You know what's interesting? He's as hardcore as it comes. Brian could be right about that, to honestly. Needing, to needing water. There could be like multiple di- this could be a multiple day fight. A multiple day war. Because like, you know, other characters have been seen to have been fighting for like Akiji and uh and uh what's his face? Magma I don't know why I'm Magma Man. Akainu? Akainu. Akainu have been like fighting for days and then Ace and Jinbei apparently fought for a couple days when they first met. So yeah, so you know Jinbei has that stamina. You already know Jinbei has that stamina for that shit. Jinbei could go for days, um, but in any case, uh, Yamato leaves. Uh, Momonosuke starts reading his uh, his dad's journals. Uh, could be a, another indicator for another flashback, maybe. Momonosuke mm. <laughs> getting is like that in the yeah, background. Yeah, Shinobu's like not supposed to be reading it. She knows, but she really wants to know what's going on in that. Uh, it's really. Funny. I didn't notice that the first time I read. Yeah, Momonosuke getting that journal is a really big fucking deal. Oh yeah, for like sure. a really big fucking deal. Odin's travels. Yeah, this could be like the post Wano information dump that we usually get when whenever these arcs end. It could be all about like Momonosuke retelling whatever's in this journal. Oh my god, don't even talk about that. <laughs> There's so much shit that's gonna go down as soon as Wano's over, man. Yeah, but so many things that Oda set up. For sure. Um meanwhile, on the second floor, uh Kaido's guards caught Sanji walking around and he's just kicking people left and right. And he seems to have this like big like weird mummified thing on his back he's just carrying around it's called the cross joint you ever seen pineapple express <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what i thought about it it's the cross joint <laughs> and he already got his leg lit so he could spark all three <laughs> sides he's ready to go yeah but i'm jealous yeah all the henchmen are like what the fuck is he carrying wait a minute is that zoro and it is it's just zoro sleeping <laughs> as sanji carries him in this <laughs> massive cast which is pretty awesome uh, made me laugh pretty hard when I first saw it. Yeah, that made, this made me laugh really hard too when I saw it. It's been a while. Like, I know One Piece has comedy, like, here and there, but this is the, uh, this is the first time in a while that I've actually, like, you know, laughed while reading One Piece. Uh, I think oh, you're forgetting wow. about the time where the fireballs almost hit Ky- Kid, Law, and Luffy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit was comedy. God, that shit is still my favorite, one of my favorite moments in One Piece history. Uh, but, yeah, we learned how it even got to this point 
uh, as Sanji was just roaming around a few dozen minutes earlier, uh, Law and Zoro and uh, and Zeus also appear right before Sanji. And um, Law is like, hey, so he's fucked up. So you take care of him. I'm going to go back into the battle. Uh, and he's and Sanji's like, I'm not a fucking doctor, dude. I don't know what to do here. So the reason he's all casted up because Sanji made some makeshift casting out of what seems to be 30,000 rolls of bandages (laughs) because he seems to not, he doesn't know what to do here. Uh, So Sanji basically asks him, he's like, who are you fighting to get this messed up? And Zoro's like, Kaido and Big Mom. And Sanji's like, fair. (laughs) That's a pretty big deal. Um, so he's like, is Luffy still up there? He's like, yeah, he seems to figure something out. He's going to win. And I'm like, unshakable faith in Luffy Very moment. <laughs> I love those little moments when uh, the crew is like, oh, yeah, he's going to take him down. I'm like, bro, that's Luffy. What do you, know? you think? Like, yeah, yeah, I know this shit. Can you tell me something new, bro? Like, yeah, that's literally what Sanji says back in the like back in the press. He's like, I already knew he would. Uh, and it is funny, like, he's just carrying Zoro as he's, like, knocked out sleeping. Uh, so, yeah, Sanji runs into the other Akazaya 9 members. Uh, well, I guess Izo is not an Akazaya 9 member, but, uh, he meets up with the Kappa dude and, um, and Izo. And he's like, I was just running to help, uh, Momonosuke. And this guy says, the Kappa dude is like, oh, Kinemon's already on his way. Um. So, you know, if you want to help, go to the performance floor. And Zoro falls right back asleep after after commanding people to go to the performance floor. Um, it's very funny. So, meanwhile, back on the same floor, where Big after Big Mom has just finished fucking absolutely destroying page one and wiping him from yeah, the scene. He's dead. He's dead. He yeah. died. <laughs> he's, he's gone. At the very yeah. least, he's having one of these death twitches because you see the little rumbly squigglers. Uh, the yeah, rumbly squiggles. T- t- uh, and man, Ulti's got some nerve to see that happen and still be like, you're gonna pay, big mom! You're gonna regret that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she comes in, and um, it's really funny. Usopp and Nami sees this is like, that's it, we can have big mom take her out, too. Uh, and, <laughs> and so they basically try to, like, manipulate the other into fighting each other. They just start talking shit. Uh, to stoke both of their fires and um each of them all saying like after i'm done with this fight you're going to be killed next and they're both like panicking about it um while uh ulti and big mom are about to fight uh they command komachio to just start running (laughs) (laughs) you know uh but ulti doesn't really play that shit she just like rockets herself into the rib cage of this weird spirit lion thing uh and man, I guess like shatters all of the all of the bones in his ribcage. Uh, yeah, turn into a bag of soup. Yeah, uh, and Otama's just like no, she's kicking this thing while it's down. By the way, Ulti. Yeah, and, come on, not Komachio. No, not Komachio. And like Otama's like no, stop it, stop hurting him. And then Ulti just smacks the shit out of Otama, and. Um, both Nami and Big Mom take notice to this, and you think Big Mom's gonna make him 
like make a move, she's going to be like, you hurt this girl who was so nice to me. But but weirdly enough, Nami gets to her first and just uses her fucking thunder lance, smacks the shit out of Ulti, and sends her flying backwards. And she said, and Usopp's like, all right, let's get out of here while we get the chance. He's like, I don't think so. She just hit a child. I'm going to stay here and crush her. Ooh, time for my showcase. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Nami fight. It's been so long. Uh, I'm pretty What, excited. since the Soap Soap Lady? Is that yeah, the last really. time we got a Nami fight? Ever since Kali fight. Before we get into it, like, has... I, I love this moment, but has it been established that Nami had a thing for kids? Like Yes. Um, on Punk Hazard, she... Uh, Oh, she was the one that encouraged them to save the kids, yeah, right? Yeah, to stay and save the kids. Uh, yeah, she has a soft spot for kids, uh, I would say. Especially because of like, her own trauma as a kid, just working for pirates and being hurt by pirates. I think if she sees pirates in particular hitting kids, she does not take kindly to it. So, I mean, I'm all for it. It's been so long since we've seen Nami had a one-on-one fight. Uh, and we haven't seen what she can do with the new climb attack. She's probably going to get uh, Zeus back. Yeah, I hope so. Since Big Mom made a different, you know, thundercloud. Yeah, yeah. What was her name again? Hera. Hera. Yeah. Uh, but that's Hera. Where the, that's where the chapter ends. Um, I mean, honestly, this was just so fun. It's it's cool to see like a chapter with all the other Straw Hats. Um, weirdly enough, since the time skip, it's it's been a little weird getting like a lot of moments from say Nami or Usopp or you know like the other straw hats outside of Sanji and Zoro so I'm, I'm glad we're starting to get those moments here where it matters most you know uh, better late than never yeah. is what I always say uh, Chopper had so, a big uh, hearing moment too That's yeah pretty cool but what are we so uh there's some theories oh, floating around theory that uh page one is gonna get back up um, after getting uh, fucked up by Big Mom, and he's going to be Lu- uh, Usopp's 1v1. Yeah. Uh, severely yeah. weakened uh, Yonko commander. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it would be hilarious if he got up and it's just a floating head and this part of his neck is just missing. It's <laughs> 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 Like Rayman. <laughs> yeah, like Rayman. Yeah. And uh, people are theorizing that Sanji is going to tag team with Marco against Queen and King. That would be cool. Yeah, um, I want to see. And then, Zoro of course, Cat Viper somebody. versus Parasparo. Yeah, that would be cool. I want to see Zoro just destroy somebody one on one. Yeah, and then take a seat and say, "Yeah, handle the rest." Zoro's got to do some. Like he's going to beat somebody pretty strong. He has to beat somebody, man. I feel like, of he- course, of course, Zoro needs something but i feel like he's done like i would be satisfied if zoro was out for the rest of this you know just, like i would be satisfied with that they just I put him in the closet i wouldn't be either he needs to be everything he's done he's he done more than anybody has done this entire fucking arc <laughs> well you know what bro that's what zoro is he does more than anybody all the time and that he even he wouldn't be satisfied if he slept through the yeah, rest he, of he never got a direct fight all he did was assist luffy and take a uh, 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 a hit that knocked him out of commission. Agreed. But still, even he all of his assists is the are the biggest feats anybody has shown so far in this in in the Straw Hats. All right, uh, he also gave this dude a scar. I guess he yeah, also right. blocked Big Mom and and Kaido's tag team attack for bro, the entire Supernova squad. Fight, bro. You, yeah, you, but 
I don't believe you when you, you I don't really think you'd be satisfied without him getting a fight, man. I don't think he will go out without getting one more fight. I think but who would he fight? There's nobody really around that he would I be know. you We've know seen a lot of enemy switching, you know? We've seen a lot of people like Queen is such a lame ass fucking villain, I'm just gonna say it. I would not be satisfied if any of the big three fight Queen. Maybe he'll fight uh, one of the other members. He's the Kaido big three. Yeah, but Ka- but Queen is like a joke villain, kinda. I don't see him being like an actual powerful person. He's more like an Usopp ty- type of person, you know? We'll have to see. We'll have to see if uh, the Bronchio Bomber changes your mind. I don't know. I think there's more to Queen than meets the eye. There's no, there's no way you make it that high up Kaido's food chain without being something. I think it's just because of his like creativity and shit, I guess. Because he seems very inventive. Imagine. But imagine Kaido's like, I really like your creativity. Do you want to be my third in command? Third in command. Of the strongest I mean, crew the, ever. The dude's very utility based from what we've seen so far. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot there's a lot to happen still. Um we haven't gotten to the other one on ones too, so who knows? Who knows what'll happen? I'm very excited about One Piece. This was a very fun chapter um uh but i'm ready to oh move and on. there's oh. one more thing actually uh Ooh. the community is actually very uh split it seems or not really they're kind of confused about the matchup of kiku and uh and kanjiro because uh it feels like it wasn't really set they feel like it wasn't really set up properly for kiku to be the one to fight kanjiro like Nobody really knows why she's so driven to fight him. Because she's in the Aikazaya Nine, and he betrayed them, that brotherhood. Yeah, but there's no, but it's not like a, like a, like there's no established like personal beef that they have, you know. He like aside would... from that, like of course the uh, pretty big, like everybody would want to fight him, but uh, yeah. I guess people, it's not, it's not really filled with death, you know, depth. Yeah. Like Cat Viper deep. versus Parasparo that has depth because now he knows. Oh, you you're the guy that you're the reason why Pedro, uh Pedro's dead? All right, we're fighting. Yeah, I don't and, know. And you don't know, really agree with Dogstorm that. and Jack. That makes sense. I don't really agree. Like of with course that. these think, uh, guys did wrong to the Kazaya 9, but you know, there's still more to it aside well, from that. I think the reason Kiku specifically is because like they're wasting a whole lot of energy all of them going after Kiku when Kondro is practically dying at this point. So yeah, Keith is on the missing arm, and yeah, she's like, I can like stab he just this wants guy to real finish fast. The job. He's like, yeah, let me just smoke him, and but maybe there'll be some more lore between them. Maybe when they link up, they'll start talking shit, and we'll get glimpses into the past. Yeah, I don't know if it needs to be more lore. I think that's pretty good, justify like justification enough for any of the Akazaya Nine to go after Kondro. Because they're all supposed to be like brothers linked forever. Kai, like Odin was their guy and he betrayed Odin. These samurai take that shit very seriously. It makes sense. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not like I, when, when, when he said that he wanted to be the one to, to get him. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, could, I could say it wasn't this huge buildup. I didn't really think it was that necessary. I wasn't craving that. I didn't feel like I was missing it. So maybe that's the feeling I had, but you know, whatever. That's just how I feel. In any case, um, I guess we should move on. Uh, it is yes, yes. Time. Turn noise. Undead unlock. This is undead unlock chapter sixty-two. 
Undead and Untruth. Mm. Um, mm. Last we left off, Fang was doing some fuck shit. <laughs> Trying to, you know, kill Mui in order to force Shen to be stronger because he's like, the more people I seem to kill, the stronger you get to be. So I'm going to kill this rando lady that you seem to like. Jin Kai. And we cut back to all the way back to kind of the beginning ish of the series. Um, after the whole incident with Spoil and Victor, um, where Shen basically egged on Victor to emerge out of Andy. And uh, mm. they're just chilling in the hospital wing waiting for Fuko to recover. And um, Andy just says, thanks. And Shen's like, what? Why? This whole thing was my fault. And he's like, well, we got out of it. You know, bygones be bygones. You protected both of us at the end of the day. Uh, when shit got too real, you you took a step back and you helped Fuko, and you know, I owe you one for that. Um, and that's when we cut to the present as uh, Feng, uh, not Feng, and uh, as Shen and uh, and Andy both use their, I guess, combo move on uh, Feng. Uh, Feng continues to go at it with him, fighting fist to fist, and oh, jeez, Brian just disconnected. Uh. Welcome back, bro. Um, but in any case, the battles uh, the battle continues on. Uh, Andy tries to volunteer to help out, but uh, Shen is like, "Please, this is my fight," and uses his uh, untruth to freeze Andy in his place. Uh, so yeah, Shen's like, "I've fight- I've spent my whole life trying to be stronger in order to defeat him." So let me do my battle. And then um, Andy and Fuko both hold him down and conk him on the back of the head. And he's like, you're not alone anymore. Very shonen uh, type shit. Yeah. Uh, and I he, mean, he reminds him, like, listen, it's not about killing him right now. It's about protecting your fucking, your friend. Yeah, your <laughs> And then we can deal with him. You're Julie, basically. Uh, yeah, Julie. <laughs> Julie, do the thing. Uh but yeah, they come together. Uh, Shen decides to attack with his hands behind his back like a fucking pretentious douche. <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. They use their um, combo move together. They try to take him down. Fang is fighting them off pretty well, but I guess untruth. He makes Andy do this feint because you know he freezes Andy. Yeah, in place. yeah. It's pretty cool. I guess if you like, when you make sense of it, it's just like Andy's coming in with a punch. Feng is like getting ready to guard, but um, the untruth comes in and freezes Andy in his place, causing him to unnaturally. Freeze. Yeah, just causing yeah, him to freeze. unorganically. And you know what? It, it it was all right. I thought this was especially clever because it wasn't this um, over dramatic uh, um, technique or nothing. It was just a simple like, okay, part of the reason he's able to bust our ass and read all of our movements is because of you know how well he's reading body language and intent. Yeah, based on that. So something like an unintentional feint really can, you know, stagger, uh, I guess, even a master like that. So it was, it was just, I thought it was fly, man. This part, to, this part of the reason I really like this series. Yeah, it's a really smart way to use both abilities. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, he he put a whole him. rocket punch to his fucking face. <laughs> yeah, huh? he really Holy just man. let it fucking. Rocket to punch. 
Ooh, he even made him say Jinkai. That's how you know you did damage. Jinkai. I think we've been pronouncing. Okay, so I looked up the pronunciation for Jinkai. It's actually Jinchai. Jinchai? I think it's Jinchai. Jinchai? Jinchai. But, uh. Yeah, he's uh he's just like aha. Well, it looks like I'm gonna have to use my special technique, and he yeah, calls them time li- for me to be serious. <laughs> he uses his ultimate technique and calls them little girls at the same time. Little <laughs> girls? <laughs> no, he's talking to the. He's actually talking to Julian. <laughs> oh, oh right. He's aiming right past because he them. wants to kill them to make these guys. Because he's like, oh, you bad. guys are so fun. I eat. This could be even better if I just smoked them real quick. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> that, that makes sense. You. I'm like, yo, he really called them little girls. <laughs> That's so mean. I'm not even going to finish this fight. I don't want it to end now. I'm going to activate the desperation right yeah. now. And I guess he like sets his cool spear thing on fire, does a cool, I don't know what the fuck this is or how he does it. Because his powers outside Dragon of, Spear. It's funny because powers out of, outside of negation aren't established in this world. So he's just kind of doing this. Uh, yeah, this is legit ninjutsu, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's just letting it fly. Uh, Shen looks back and sees uh, Fuko and Mui not even, like, they're not able to move because there's nowhere to go. Um, and he does the only thing that he can do. Uh, Andy gets in the way and blocks it with his body, but not just him. Right on his back is Shen. As the weird fucking uh, staff thing impales both of them uh sheesh yeah um rgc wow number two for this right wow it's coming to its own wow that unlock is is getting i really like one piece and um uh, you know the other chapters is we provide too but um like i said I like this little conflict that's going on, and they got points for doing something I totally was not expecting they was going to do, which was killing Shen. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's dead. This is it. I mean, mean... even (laughs) at the beginning of the chapter, they kind of, and I I wanted to save my, I was going to make a little joke, but I, I was happy that they addressed what happened in the beginning, how Shen literally smoked his friends just to give this total stranger a chance to join the join a crew and i never really was was broken down until this point and he was like yeah i mean that's the reason i did it i don't give a fuck about any of that i just wanted i just heard you were really strong and i knew i had to fight the strongest people so i could get to a point where i could smoke you know my my uh my uh late master well, not late but you know yeah his ex-master so it was i don't know i don't want to say it was hand wavy i just thought it was nice that they addressed it and he and, and that's kind of who that's kind of who Shen always was. And I like that, you know, Andy didn't take that as like, oh, all right, well, you know, that'll mean shit. He said, nah, man, I still see value in that. I appreciate that you helped, that you allowed me to, you know, you, you, you helped facilitate me in saving Unluck and, you know, I owe you that. You feel me? Like, regardless of how you feel about, I just thought that was some cool shit, man. That's something the series does really well, man. The, the, the interpersonal mm-hmm. uh, stuff, like the dialogue between characters. See, Bendis wish he could. To this guy, it's natural. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just it's it's never too tacky or cheesy. Yeah. Um and that's what led Shen to do this. I mean, had had this just been Shen and Mui, Mui would have been got snatched away or or killed because Shen would have been so caught up with 
trying to fight 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 his old master to die. He would have been happy dying in the process right. of trying to fight his master. But Andy kind of changed his perspective, and it's it's just such a shock because there's no character growth for Shen at this point. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's it's gonna affect everybody else. This is I, I'm really I really want to know how this affects Andy and um and and unlock. Right. Um. I'll say this. I think you're absolutely right. I think the consistency of Shen is what saves. You know, any kind of like kind of shitty yes. things he does is because he does this to everybody. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I I Shen is one of those characters that are just like. I'm the, I'm like the you know the, the seventh uh, seat from Food Wars or the Urahara, you know just a chill, yeah, smiley yeah, yeah. kind of guy who's the shit, but he doesn't make it known, <laughs> you know. Uh, and those those kind of characters could get on my nerves, but I like Shen. Uh, I think his ability was interesting. Uh, I thought it was funny, and this is a big moment. It, it it's very weird. Uh, the courage I guess it takes to kill off this kind of yes. Character. Because I didn't see this coming. I mean... The selflessness. I mean, even his whole negator ability and I guess what happened after, you know, what happened with his sister, he chose the route of selfishness. Right. And the only reason he took a liking to Mew is probably because he reminded him of his sister. And, you know, that's just how we are as humans. Mm -hmm. We project, you know, these things onto people. And Mm -hmm. it just was very organic. It was super organic, very even relatable in a sense. And it was a... This... It's, you know, I'm not going to say it's rare, but, you know, it, it's just cool. It's just interesting to see this character development to, even to the at, at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that that says something. No, yeah, this is a real arc uh, for Shen. And I, I, I respect it a lot. Um, I'm not going to give him the Mario death sound effect because... Not yet, not yet. I'm I, I've like learned 98% to do better. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some rando with an un... un kill people ability <laughs> I'd kill people <laughs> uh, un- pops up un- 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 unimpaled yeah unimpaled <laughs> just happens my to... ability is specifically I... to unimpale people that I don't know or care I have relation to <laughs> yeah it has to be a total stranger I can't unimpale somebody I like <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah this was a this was a big deal my thing I think like maybe at this point after Shen dies. If he dies, Mui's probably gonna get her a negator ability of a sort. Like something's gonna awaken in her, and maybe she takes down Shen, which would that be would be really sick. interesting. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of ways it could go. I, I respect the twist. Uh, if it, if they go through with it, there'll be more respect. Uh, I think Unluck might end up learning some martial arts after this situation, but that's just my guess. Maybe. Maybe both of them, maybe Andy and her, because Andy kind of shied away from it initially, but he may want to do it to kind of as a respect to Shen and what happened. Right. And to further protect the people he cares about. You know how that goes. Yeah. All right. I said everything I want to say. Yeah, same. Um, great chapter. Um, it, it is worthy of the RGC, so respect it all the way. Um, let's let's get it on. It is time to randomize. Bloody Kuros. Kuros. <laughs> children of the atom uh well xbooks in general but children of the atom is first um this is children of the atom number three uh this series is basically about these kids that identify as mutants it seems they seem to well, be normal we, d- we don't know for sure we can't really 
you know it's very disclaimer. Uh, it's very coy about the situ what their situation is specifically, but that's what I guess we're supposed to assume. But we this is kind of sort of their origin story to a degree. Uh, we've we've spent some time with these kids getting to know each other individually, uh, and we start off with Carmen, um, who I guess is uh, the Gambit esque uh, team member. Uh, yeah, and she's this uh, Hispanic girl. You know, has like a pretty busy family. Uh, she works as kind of like a content creator, uh, specifically you know fashion design. You know, she makes stuff for YouTube, uh, cosplay, and all that. And her deal is that, you know, she just wants to feel, she has this, like, thing about feeling special to a degree. Like, um, she she has a lot of friends and she has a lot of family, but they seem, she seems to un- feel that they expect a lot from her or they demand a lot for her. And she's not really sure if she, if they would like her, if, you know, she wasn't all of this, if she wasn't so dependable, if she didn't do so much for them, um, kind of if she was as herself would she still be loved and that's kind of her conflict uh to a degree yeah if i may um you know i i found myself kind of glossing over this backstory and i actually went back right when i seen right when it got to the title page i said you know what let me give this another chance because i'm kind of just trying to quickly read through this and get through the comic you know and I thought it was kind of deep what they were saying. It wasn't just teenage angsty bullshit that they're trying to draw. I, I think they were trying to make a real point here that some like like an issue that some people deal with socially. This is one of those like your like you know how they say you can either be outgoing or not outgoing. What introvert, are the words? Introvert, extrovert, extroverted or introverted, mm-hmm. or they'll say I'm an extroverted introvert or something like that this is one of those examples in my opinion because she she's talking about how she had this crave like like what started was a craving to want to be special right and then so that drive for wanting to be special made her get into a lot of these things that she's talented at or that she does take care of like whether that's you know all of the house chores that she takes care of for her for her dad you know what i'm saying as he's working or her mom's doing her thing like to help them uh, whether that's the uniforms and and like just basic fashion things she's making for her friends, she feels like though she feels like you know perhaps those things do make her special. But if she wasn't performing these favors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would that would you know what I'm saying? Would her friends still care if she wasn't quote unquote special? So it's like it's a super weird dilemma because it's like she wants to be that, then you feel like you have it. But then you're so scared to kind of lose that or you work extra hard thinking I have to keep it up and keep doing that in order for people to care about me. And it's, you know, it's it, it's a sort of mental illness in, in a way. It's, you know, not a super severe one, but I, I feel like a lot of people deal with that. Yeah, um, I would say, you know, she's a content creator. You know, a lot of I think every anybody with a phone to a degree is just that, you know, like there's like thousands of kids on TikTok and like thousands of people on YouTube, we're we're content creators ourselves. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I think that's the whole thing. You know, we all want to be special, so we do these things so people can see us, and we have more of an affinity to do that now more than ever because we have the access to all of these things and these abilities to produce things. When all we really want is just to be seen for who we are, 
Um, yeah. It's interesting. And that's coupled and that's coupled with the anxiety and pressure of continuing to do so. And if you start falling off and people start to care less, you know, how does that affect how you look at yourself, you know, your and your identity, which is also and that is the whole reason I even made more of a point about this to literally get to that line of this is a form of identity crisis and trying to fit, you know, find worth in who you are and 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 what you know who you are in society who you are as a person what you like to do you know who your who your friends are which what you care about this I, I truly believe it is about identity we don't know about the mutant situation yeah <laughs> but no. this is for sure a, a comic about identity i think you're so spot on chris yeah um let's all right now i'm ready to move forward yeah so i mean you know that was a lot to talk about because a lot this is a lot. It would have been cramped. so easy to just get to gloss over it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it. And I thought it was it was well done. Hey. So I wanted to give it that little bit of spotlight. I mean, I'll, this is what we do. <laughs> we go over the yeah. things that are important. Uh, so, you know, uh, you guys can let us know what you think as well in the comments. I mean, we love to get a discussion going and, you know, talk about start dialogue between the podcast and commenters and stuff. So uh, tell us what you thought about this issue or anything you've heard of so far. Uh, in either reviews or email or comments on the video. Um, we then get a kind of a jarring cut uh, to immediately, we're just in space now. Uh, and it takes a couple pages for this to be explained, but apparently at some point in the past, these kids have wandered onto a spaceship uh, and they're just trapped on this thing that's on autopilot um, and they're just mm -hmm. trying to get back home. Uh, they they just like poke a bunch of buttons and see what happens and it causes the ship to just kind of like destroy like it just explodes uh so you know they run to these escape pods and shit buddy is uh pretty critically injured it seems um and i i feel like this is the point it was a little it was it was supposed to feel like whoa what the fuck what's this what's what's going on here it's supposed to feel jarring but i feel like it was a little too jarring. I feel it was a little too much of that effect where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, is this what's happening later on? Like, is this like this, what, like whatever's happening is leading to this point or this happening in the past? I wasn't really sure. Yeah. It, I mean, it says then. It doesn't give a specific time period of how long ago this was, but this yeah. is pretty much a, a flashback to a degree. Uh, oh, so then assumes before. Yeah, before. Um but we cut back to the present uh, as Buddy and um, Gabe show up to pick up Carmen because they're supposed to go to a dinner with Cody, who is their friend who was just recently um, got out of the hospital after dealing with what seemed to be a very uh, debilitating disease. I know words. <laughs> I could <can> say words. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they, they're talking about it. Uh, Carmen isn't feeling great about it, uh, and Buddy brings it up like, "Hey, do you think Cole's a mutant? You know, the, his sickness. A lot of mutations manifest as sicknesses at first, so maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's just a mutant now." Um, and Carmen's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we should go over there and talk to him about that shit because you know he's like an actual person, like a good person and shit. It'd be weird because everybody knows we're into mutants." Yeah, like that's that's the issue. Like we haven't really spoken to him in a minute, and everyone knows we think that about it. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, we don't want to be. It's gonna weird. come off the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and buddy's like, "Oh shit, my bad." Yeah, no, you're right. We'll we'll not do that. 
Um, and, you know, they they go off after Carmen says, like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. I'm not feeling well. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to just stick around. Tell him I said hi and all that. So, yeah, they go on without her. Um, and we cut back to their ship flashback thing. Uh, they're wandering all around this ship. They find this escape pods. And at this moment, and I think this is also this weird love triangle that seems to be going on because yeah. she wants to not only... F- Carmen expresses in her like narrations that she doesn't want to just feel special to everyone. Like uh, She wants one specific individual to recognize her and think she's special. And it turns out she's Buddy, who's crushing on her boyfriend, right? Like, Gabe's her boyfriend at the moment. No? Yeah, right? Well, that was... Okay, I was not... I was very confused about this. I was like, wait, isn't she with this dude right now? Well, she could be with him and still, like, you know, suppressing her feelings for Buddy. Sure, but it's still weird as fuck. I mean, like, it's a lot of <laughs> Break it's... up with homie then. Like, why are you with this nigga then? <laughs> if you obviously... Like, you don't gotta admit who you like, but don't string this dude along yeah i mean i guess it's a complicated situation these are kids you know uh hindsight's 2020 on these matters but yeah so they're they're strapped in uh and they're about to crash land on earth and they do so they actually like crash land directly on earth and the hatches of the spaceship open and we cut back to the present where they arrive at cole's house um (laughs) it seems to be cole's dad's and this, the evilest motherfucker in the world seems to be just like also with the largest hands. Yeah, ever. Uh, yes, proportionate to a regular person, anyway. No, he's huge. He's a big guy, and he also has ginormous hands in gloves too. Because you know, what more do you want to screech? You're a bad guy than to have to be a giant guy with slick back hair, a suit, and white gloves on your giant hands. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like, you need us to come another day. It looks like y'all doing something very personal <laughs> with this man. Hey, uh, you blink twice if you need us to call him. the Avengers right now. Because he's... he's <laughs> like Daredevil or somebody. Somebody. Luke Cage. I mean, I could call Storm right now, and he could take care of this big boy. Uh, but, yeah, they pull up, and he, he they introduce him as Arthur Nagin. Uh, he's a family friend. Uh, he's just chilling here, I guess. Uh, hmm. and meanwhile, uh, Carmen is seeming sicker and sicker, uh, and she just starts to like convulse. And we cut back between the two scenes as uh, they're talking on the dinner at the dinner table. Cole seems to be sweating a little bit too, and I wonder if it's like kind of a similar effect that's happening to him. Uh, he seems like kind of unwell. It looks like, but. Yeah, Carmen rushes to the bathroom. She feels sick. She's about to throw up or whatever. And we learn what Arthur Nagin's deal is uh, as the wine glass just tinily sits in his massive hands. Uh, he explains that he's the head of the real <laughs> unity. Uh, and uh, the real unity is an organization that I guess strictly exists to better the lives of humans. Oh, and look at just <laughs> this. It's like, you know, we could be a little bit more subtle, guys, you know, about <laughs> like ma- making sure he's an evil person. Yeah, no, 
For sure. And, you know, it's kind of funny because only in the Marvel Universe could an organization exist too strictly, like, just to be like, we're moving past, we're accelerating evolution. Uh, it's kind yeah, of... there not be nothing extraordinarily weird about that. Yeah, but uh, apparently... And he's so upfront, too. He's like, yeah, this is what we're about. Everything, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and there's no way that... He doesn't even I... ask if they want to join. He's just like, yep, that's what we do. Hey, uh, you gonna we, tell somebody about it? Yeah, tell tell anybody about it. We we are who we are. We're not even hiding. It turns out it's probably better to just be upfront with your evil intentions or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay, so apparently he the reason he's even here is because he pioneered the technique that saved coal. Um, the reason he's even here. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded so funny. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, Carmen is just not having a great time. Uh, Oh no, she's she's going through some like morning sickness or something. Yeah, I mean this is if this is morning sickness. <laughs> I don't even. I, I yeah, don't think. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. Uh. So basically, they they ask is like, wait a minute, hey, are you are you a mutant? And uh, she the dad's explains like no, but he but the procedure used to get him out of the hospital. Uh, bonded him with some mutant tissue, so he's kind mm. of a mutant, kind of sorta. And Thirsty McGlasses over here is just like Thirsty <laughs> McGlasses. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh so uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So you have some mutant DNA? You went for the whole run, fucking swing, dude. This was a hail mary if I've ever seen one. Oh yeah, she's she on the went. For it. She's on the five yard line, just like <laughs> you were all in, all in on the first hand. Yes. As soon as the first fucking thing was dealt, Aaron Rodgers in the I, whole I, thing, uh, and she's just like, "Oh, does that mean once. you could get through the gates?" <laughs> and Cole is like, "Oh, is that why you're here, you fucking fiends? <laughs> you wanted to hang out with me? Is that what this is about? <laughs> and it, it is. That's totally what it's about." Gabe is the only one like, man, I don't know. I got, I, I came to see you. I don't know what she's on about. She's... <laughs> Yo, he threw his friend under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you listen, man. I don't know what the fuck she's on. She's going so hard. You know hard these right white now. people, man. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> That's what he should have said. It's really funny because she's you know I mean? Cole's freaking out. He's like, oh, I thought you guys wanted to be friends. You didn't even like really hit me up at the hospital or nothing. And then you want to come to my house, and the first thing you want to ask me is about my fucking if I'm if I get through these fucking gates you guys are obsessed with. Um, Fair. And yeah, he I guess he rightfully is just like get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> his 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 dad's his dad's plural like son. Are neither of them are staring? They're both moms. But dads, you got two dads, but they're both moms. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, Someone got to have a backbone. Come on, They're both son. like, oh, come on, son. <laughs> son. <laughs> Don't talk to your friends like that under <laughs> my roof. Like, <laughs> they're appealing to him. I mean, Cole is sweaty. I don't know if he's going through the same thing maybe Carmen is. But I That's think... what it looks like. You see the sweat. Yo, he is fucked up in the game right now. Yeah. Look at him. He's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> He is either so angry that he's physically sweating or he's been. But this happened even before, like when they first got there, he's been sweaty this entire time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like he was nervous because that other guy was there. That's what I thought it was about. Like he was scared. But the dad seems so like 
yeah, this is a great time. Everything is okay. So I was like, maybe he's just hot. Maybe he's just a little embarrassed. I mean, look you know? at look at fucking <laughs> fucking white Mr. White Glove over here, just like smiling, like yeah, you tell him to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, you tell him get the fuck out. Of there. That's right. Look at this bitch. That's right. Darwinism. <laughs> like ah, yeah, go get him, kid. Uh, see this vest. Yeah, uh, Carmen. <laughs> Meanwhile, is, Carmen's turning into a lichen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's having a fucking episode down there, just really. Uh, not having a good time of it as we cut to uh the kids walking away at the same time in the flashback they them stepping out of these like space escape pods emerging uh, yeah completely unharmed uh and they're like yeah we did it and the chapter ends as carmen's becoming a whole beast uh yeah. uh i have no idea well <laughs> It could very possibly well that there's a full moon out, and that is what's going on. I mean, um, it would be cool if she was just the spaceship shit turned them into werewolves. I wonder. I mean, <laughs> so all right. I, obviously, this is giving me Fantastic Four vibe. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know, they this is kind of a slow burn. I can see they're not. They're gonna give this to us in little bits and pieces to keep us. Yeah, going with with the slice of life stuff in this little mystery, but um, honestly, man, I really don't know what to expect. Um, the girl's buckle, Car- Carmen's buckle came loose. Her buckle? Yeah, you didn't notice that. What do you mean? When she was having her um lesbo moment with um. Oh, is that right? Yeah, no, with Lady right. Cyclops. Yeah, uh, um, which is nothing wrong. With by the way, guys, sorry if I'm coming off that way. Yeah, <laughs> should I say hetero moment? No, that's when it's a guy and a girl. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, just let me stop. When they're having a romantic moment between two people, regardless of gender, right? Her belt buckle, uh, yeah, it breaks. Through. That is, uh, that is an interesting detail not to notice. And that. she emerges out of there, no problem, with her fist up, like, yeah, we made it. No, she, her fist isn't up. But she's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, hey, honestly, uh, Buddy was injured, and now she's fine. Right. So yeah, maybe that's Go what it was. A spaceship and then get blown up and land on Earth. Hmm. And get powers. Okay, so would, would you do that? What? That sequence to get powers? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. What if you knew you was gonna? Survive? Well, it depends on what the powers I get, because. It seems like Karma's Carmen's not having a good time with hers. Uh, what about you just get wings? Mm. Like Angel. I mean, Angel could turn his wings into metal wings. So only with the help of Apocalypse. No, he could do it on. He could do it at will. We'll we'll see it actually in the next. Are you textbook. serious? Yeah, we'll see it in the next textbook. I'll show you. Oh, guess who just got exposed? <laughs> <laughs> You've been exposed. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to make of this series yet. I, I mean, it's I not bad. Either. It's not bad at all. It's interesting in parts, but I'm like, I get what they're trying to do here with the with the whole breadcrumbs information. But I yeah. just really want to be like, all right, just fucking do it already. Just let us know what's happening. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm thirsty. That's, I want to know. Yeah, throw it. I don't care about Cole and this big large guy. I mean, gang orca. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm at least a little interested in Mr. Gang Orca. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. In it. I'm not mad at it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was fine. I mean, nothing really to write home about yet. I feel like uh, we'll be able to give more detailed thoughts when we get the whole picture. Uh, yeah. But I guess we should move on to our next book, X Corp, number one, or one milligram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so extra. Yeah. This is a very... It's like, okay, I get it. First of all, I love this cover. It's very, like, Hickman-type cover, like his old Manhattan Project. It is a Hickman, yeah. His classical-type, you know, reveal little but look abstract and cool type shit. I dig it. Sure. Um, this is X Corp number one. Uh, and basically it's a series about pharmaceuticals. Uh, pharma- pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Uh, That's not evil. <laughs> I mean, I think like that's the whole point is it's a deconstruction. Uh, everything in these X books in one way or another is a deconstruction of a facet of society. Um, yeah. Except for, for maybe sure. Excalibur. I don't know how many of those societies are around where they just do magic shit all the time. Maybe maybe the occult stuff. But in any case, it starts off with Angel and um, Penance are basically making a commercial, like a launch video for X-Corp. And uh, it's it's uh, X-Corp isn't really a thing yet. Uh, they're just getting ready to get it off the ground and get it moving. Uh, okay. The di- the differentiation between this and the Hellfire Corporation is it seems that Hellfire is a distribution chain and X Corp is the actual business side, like doing the dealings of who gets these drugs and supplying them. Uh, and they're about to get it off the ground. Um, Monet is just like all business, business, business. Uh, she pulls business, up. Business, business, business. No business, heart. Business, business. <laughs> She's a busy, busy businesswoman who only loves business. And they pull up to Xavier, who's just hanging out in the council room. They're like, why are you just working here? He's like, because it's cool. I guess to work in the light of day, not just in some stuffy old mansion anymore. Um, which I think is pretty nice. Uh, there have been some legal troubles, it seems, with getting X-Corp off the ground, you know, with uh, establishing offices in different areas. People, like, the human population is seems to be holding off, uh, you know, just the mutants in general from getting what they want and is starting multiple X-Corp chains. And um, Xavier's like, yeah, with X- X-Corp ex- uh, expanding, I think it's time for you guys to consider getting more board members uh in, in the company. It's not just you two, you know, so we can balance some responsibility. And Monet is like, I'm already on it. Don't worry about it. Um, and meanwhile, Angel goes off to deal with the human that's holding them up in a legal sense. Um, but first we get a little bit of Monet's ex- adventure as she recruits the mutant known as Trinary. Uh, and she saves her from Mumbai, India. Uh, apparently in India, there is a task force specifically designed to fuck up mutants whenever they see them uh jeez man <laughs> why are there so many yeah i mean every country's got one of these i guess yeah uh, the worst man yeah um but you know trinary is no saint because apparently she just goes there casually to defraud india of all of a ton of money uh right. so you know yeah it's a give and take i guess um but 
at the end of the day, uh, Monet wants to include Trinary into the board of directors for X Corp. Um, and she's, she proves herself useful pretty immediately. She's like, hey, can you do a scan uh, and like uh, connect to our interface? And Trinary seems to have the ability to communicate with digital shit, no matter what it is. The internet, <laughs> viruses, computer shit. Uh, and she immediately finds that uh, the export the X Corp server is riddled with malware. Oh, she's a technopath. Mm-hmm. Nice technopaths are cool. Yeah, uh, she can physically communicate with malware and viruses uh, as if they're people to a degree. It seems. Um, meanwhile, uh, Angel shows up in Brazil to meet this guy named Cole uh, K O L. <laughs> and <laughs> not the other Cole. <laughs> K-O-L for Cole. 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 Okay, so he's this asshole, and basically his whole deal... He's this asshole. <laughs> ...is that at some point, Xavier bought out and gutted his entire pharmaceutical company. And Sick. After the deal, like it seems like some time has passed, and he felt real salty about that. So what he did was he snitched on them to the United Nations. <laughs> that, oh, ass nigga. That they that they set up their uh, flower processing plant in the Savage Land, which is a United Nations protectorate island. So they're not allowed to do that apparently. Mm, and that's, I guess, the business dealing there is that Angel's trying to convince him to back the fuck off, and he's like, <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm going to be an asshole. No. Asshole. I'm a business asshole. I am not going to back down. Because no yeah. matter what, I'm rich at the end of the day. Yeah, and you can't do anything to stop me. And you know what the yeah. best part about this is? Because just like One Piece, oh man, there are people like that. And you would think, like, what do you think? Well, who are you, a fucking comic book villain? And yeah, these people really are just like, you can call me what you want, but I'm going to get my way because I have all this money. Yeah, for sure. Ah, it's nice to see them get fucking stopped. Yeah. Even if it's just fictional. For sure. Um, meanwhile, at the Savage Land Flower Processing Facility, uh, apparently it's completely manned by Jamie Madrox, who is the multiple man. He's a Sick. His powers pretty much work exactly the same as Naruto's Shadow Clones. Uh he can make as many of himself as he wants, and they all learn independently. And once he reabsorbs every clone, he gets all of the knowledge that they've gained. Whoa, okay, I didn't know all of that. Yeah, yeah. it is like Naruto. And he don't even need chakra. Yeah, he, he explains it later on um, because it it's a vitally important thing to what he does. But he's apparently, I thought it was uh, Dr. Oh, I guess Dr. Nemesis developed the drug and they just manufacture it. Uh and improve upon it, I guess. Yeah, and work on Yeah, he, Dr. Nemesis probably just does the R&D, and they just further, yeah, like you said, they sharpen it. It's it's more focused, and where his is more theory and, and experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's the Fair second enough. He's the second guy that Monet decides to draft into uh, the X-Corp um, board. And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm just out here alone. You know, nobody bothers me out here. I just work on shit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I like my yeah. job. And she's like, you could be more. You could be rich. You know, you should come here and protect your assets. Um, 
and he goes along with her because he's like, wait, what do you mean protect my assets? Uh, and, you know, she takes a minute to while she has Trinary and um, multiple men on the other in the other room uh, to talk to Angel because he phoned a friend. He was like, help me. Help me. This horse guy is wild. Yeah, he's got me watching horses and being a dick. I don't know what to do. And, I mean, Penance is immediately like, kill him. Hide him. Kill him and hide him. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what, you ain't know? That's that's how we get down. And and Angel's like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just give him the money. You know, we don't, it's not even a big fucking deal to us. And she's like, we're about to have all of it. Soon, so yeah, Monet's <laughs> like really mad in the scheme of things. Yeah, Monet on principle is basically like, no, fuck this guy, he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, she's very gangster and straight to the point about it. Mm-hmm. And as her tempers rise, her penance form starts to take place. And uh, <laughs> I, I looked up her. I love. I looked up her deal because I keep coming to this show not really knowing anybody's deal. So I, I had. I took the liberty of looking up penance's deal. Okay, so penance. Uh, Monet herself, in her regular form, is actually a pretty strong mutant. She has uh, a fair amount of abilities. She can read people's minds. She can. Uh, she has super strength. She has uh, high durability. She's she's pretty. She's a pretty tough mutant. But her penance form is ostensibly a a super saiyan form where she just kind of gets a buff. You know, she just gets stronger in that form, and yeah. she gets also the razor claws. So all of her abilities are amplified. Plus, she gets the claws as well. Um, oh, stronger telepathy as well. Yeah. Well, her telepathy. I would assume that the telepathy kind of, if if not stays at the same, probably decreases since she's so angry. Right. Right. Because the penance form, she doesn't have like control over when it pulls up, because it easily like she loses control of it easily when she gets angry. So her telepathy, I imagine, if she wasn't so prone to like just losing her mind when she's upset. Her telepathy would also probably be a little stronger, but it's just harder for her to maintain a connection while she's in that form. Um, so I guess it's more of uh, the telepathy is probably stronger, but she has no access to it. She also has a telekinesis. She can move shit with her mind and use her mind her telekinesis as a concussive blast, apparently. Um, I did my research. Nice. So Angel loses connection with Monet because she is uh, not having a good time right now. And that's when this fucking douchebag just opens the door. It's like, oh, I thought you were out here phoning a friend. But then I realized you left your phone in here. And I'm like, dickhead move, Angel. Should not have done that uh, because I know he bugged his phone and did some shit. Um, so meanwhile, back at uh, the X-Corp headquarters, uh, Monet is just trying to get control of her herself, but she just like loses control. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to Brazil. Uh, and it turns out the X Corp headquarters can also fly. It's a gigantic helicarrier thing. Uh, and it's a whole island that has just like a tram underneath it, like a, just a floating island. I don't know where they found the time to do all this, but <laughs> they seem to have Beats done me. So, yeah, they fly off. Uh, <coughs> they decide, is like, okay, we're going to go get Angel. Uh, and Madrox is like, wait, did you just say the Savage Land plant is un- is in danger? And she's like, it's fine. It'll be fine. I'll replace everything that we lose there. Uh, so, 
Yeah, we then get like the reveal that this fucking douchebag, his whole plan was to put it in, put in a bad word about the Savage Land plant and then subsequently destroy it. So it looks like so like the UN has an even more reason to go after X Corp because then it looks like their shoddy workmanship caused a fucking plant to destroy to be exploded on a protected island. Um, So, yeah, really just to make them look really bad. And Angel's like, listen here, man, we're mutants. We're better. <laughs> like, we're not, we're a yeah. different breed. We're we're built different. So, you know, you're not going to get the best of us. And um, at the same time, the plant is being destroyed. All the Madroxes are de- are also destroyed that, that live in there. And the main Madrox is like, what the fuck, man? I mean, all, I need those guys. And Monet's like, well, whatever, I'll replace anything you know, but... Madrox is like, that's not the point. All these Madroxes have a week of research in them that I lost. All that work is just Mm -hmm. gone because I didn't reabsorb them. Like, his knowledge is only fulfilled if he reabsorbs all the clones into himself at the end of the week. So, imagine that, working really hard for a week and then have it casually casually destroyed. Um, But, yeah, at that point, that's when the HQ arrives in Brazil and the CEO douchebag is like, oh, cool. Maybe I can just shoot it down and everybody will actually think it's a good idea. Um, and Angel's like, I'll see you. I'll be seeing you, man. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch. And then he flies off um, as these helicopters start shooting at the HQ. This big ass island, like these helicopters are going to do something. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, some of these things hit Angel, like the bullets from the helicopter hit Angel, but this is where he transforms the wings into steel, into metal, like uh, like Archangel, which is, I guess, pretty cool. Um, and it seems he has full control over his Archangel powers. Uh, so I guess him and Monet are similar in that regard, where they both have forms that are kind of berserkers and or you know problems in any other context. Uh, but yeah, the issue ends with them being like, well. This didn't turn out as as good as we wanted to, but Monet's like, eh, this is actually pretty cool, you know? Uh, this is probably a better launch than just putting out some rando YouTube video, this fake video of us just being like, oh, we're commercial, <laughs> thumbs up, human race. Uh, and this gets the word out more. It's more provocative, very business-friendly to a degree because, you know, I think that's the point of a lot of, like, business, you know, moves is just uh, any press is good press. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where it ends. Uh, they make a whole big spectacle in Brazil, and uh, that's X Corp. Uh, not what I expected up top, but you know what? I I'm interested. I guess. Uh, you know, I, I'm really curious to see again how they kind of deconstruct this like mindset to business and pharmaceutical company uh, mindset. I I hope they get really deep into what actually happens and exposes a lot of the uh, ugliness involved and the inhumane acts. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I hope there's, there's a lot of that, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not super confident in uh, Howard. They did uh, Excalibur. Yeah. She's Excalibur lady. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, this was well-written. I I didn't hate it at all. I thought it was kind of interesting. This is very much X-Men do capitalism so uh i'm very interested to see where this goes uh 
But in any case, uh, we should get into our last X book, uh, X Factor number nine. Um, last we left off with X Factor, there's been um, a battle against the Morrigan, and they're basically trying to free Siren from the Morrigan's grasp. Uh, she's not having a great time right now about it. Uh, and Rachel Summers takes the rest of the X Factor team into her mind to into uh, the mind of the Morrigan to find out what the fuck's going on here. And they rewind all the way back to the founders party at the end of House of X. And they notice a gigantic fucking eyeball that wasn't there before. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. And apparently in that moment, uh, for whatever reason, the Morrigan chose Siren to uh, perform a, a Gias, which is basically as Gias, as um, as uh, Deccan refers to it. It's basically a god a god powered gag order. It's a deal where you know you get these ultra abilities, but you know. It's only to be used against a certain goal. Yeah. It's an agreement between the Morrigan and, and Siren. We don't know why yet, but we'll get to it. Uh, so they get deeper into the into the mind of the Morrigan, and they realize that um, the only way to stop it is to, collect, to find someone who is a father to his father, a warrior who is no killer, a traveler who goes nowhere, a secret keeper who shares everything, bring an impossibility to battle and win, and only then would the Morgan admit defeat. Sure. I mean, I appreciate that they didn't... Did you get that? Well, I appreciate they didn't let this mystery linger too long because as they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Prodigy just comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, Shatterstar. He fits all of that? Yes, everything. A secret keeper who... He's his own father? I mean, Prodigy doesn't go into that because Prodigy... Prodigy knows the deal behind that, but he's like, it's not my business to say, but everything else checks out in terms of Shatterstar. Um, I would, <laughs> I would like to know about that, but whatever. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll next week we'll, we'll come back with something there. Um, but yeah, they're just like, oh, I mean, I guess we we're going to save him anyway, so we might as well go get, uh, go get Shatterstar. They can't go in because they're banned from the Mojoverse forever, so they enlist a couple of audio kinetic mutants to go in and and free a lot of Mojoverse tubers. Um, they use their big concert as a distraction so that magic can break in with a couple mutants and threaten Mojo to be like, hey, your partner's with us now, or I'm going to kill you. And yeah. A ton of mutants. Why they didn't do that before? Who knows? But. Well, I, I have a theory, and we'll get to the end. Uh, we'll wait till the end to get to it. But um, yeah, Shatterstar is free. He finds the Morrigan, squares up, and kills the Morrigan. And we get a little bit of rev- a revelation as to how Siren even came possessed by the Morrigan. And it turns out that mm. um, she made a deal with the Morrigan because she pulled up to uh, the fucking party and just was like, I'm going to kill everyone and you can't stop me. Uh, And Siren's like, no, wait, why? No, please don't. We just She was hurt, man. The Morgan was tight. Yeah, she was like, we just discovered immortality. Please don't do this. And then Morgan's like, well, how about we make a deal? I take over your body (laughs) and I spare the mutants. 
and siren's like okay cool and i guess like the reason that siren has been dying all this time is that she's supposed to die a thousand deaths to make up for the deaths that she would have had when she <coughs> killed all the mutants. Yeah. So, I guess. <laughs> and um, weird. Shatterstar manages to kill the Morrigan, and at that point, that's when the Morrigan bestows some kind of weird parting gift onto both Richter and Shatterstar, uh, because I guess they're connected. Um, Dude, there's this weird like art. This like ancient looking scene. Yeah. When 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 Sh- North Star, whatever his name is, man, Shatter what's his Star. name? The Shadow Star, Shadow Star, Shatter. Turn Shadow Star turns into a fucking ox or something. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but in any case, that's where the issue kind of ends. Is that both Richter and Shatterstar seem to have gotten something from the Morgan. And we find out that this is the second to last issue of X Factor ever, um, which is why I think the Mojoverse stuff was handled uh, as it was <laughs> because oh yeah, because well. I guess like they had to close the gap. You know, I, I've, it's kind of sad. Um, it, you know, I think X Factor has ended before it really got on its legs. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's poor sales or whatever. I don't know what goes into the cancellation of American books specifically. But it is kind of sad. I like the premise of the X Factor, and I felt like they were going to be a little bit more important than they ended up being. But that doesn't mean we won't see him again. Um, I felt like it was just kind of getting off the ground. I started to like these characters. It's sad to see them go. Uh, we won't see them consistently. But, yeah, I, f- I felt like it was kind of like, we got to tie everything up quick type issue because we've been canceled. Uh yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah, it's just less. Uh, you don't see it as much w- w- with the American series getting the act where it happens so suddenly like this. I guess how it feels. Yeah, but how many issues has it been out for? Is it like what, like ten, eleven? This was the ninth. It's so weird because I don't know if it's a week. I don't think it's a weekly. So like they must have made the decision a while ago. They must have just immediately not liked X Factor, um, which is weird. I don't know. I feel like there are not as good X books out there. But mm. I mean, in terms of like less books to buy, my wallet's not not losing any sleep over it. Uh, Marvel books are expensive. Uh, so I'm not mad at it. But those were the X books. They were all right this week. Um, I guess X Corp was my favorite out of all of them this week. But meh, it was all right all around. Not Nothing too grand. Uh, you guys ready to move on? Yes. It is time to randomize. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 292, and you know what time it is. Psych! It is not the audience who decided RGC. No way! <laughs> Keep your excitement contained. I, Keep your excitement contained. How is that possible? Wait, it wasn't? Oh, so I know what it was then. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. We'll just move on. But honestly, good chapter though. I I do I would have accepted it if it were. Um this is chapter 282 292 knowing. Um uh, and we get a little flashback from Magna and Zora as um Magna is basically begging Zora to train him. Uh he's like, "Please, I'm begging you. I need to get stronger." <laughs> Somehow, some way. 
the people in the Heart Kingdom fucking dubbed my shit and said that I wouldn't be yeah. anything. <laughs> said I'm 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 for sure trash. <laughs> like there's nothing that can be done about it. Yeah. Yeah. They said I was dog water. I can't do it. <laughs> uh but yeah, Magna's like, okay, I'll train you. And he takes him to a secret base um, where Zora's like, I too have been training constantly, mm. even though I was told that I was not going to be anything. Um, and he learned something specific about runes. Uh, basically, because both of them don't have as much mana, uh, their runes are just puny magic and are so puny, they just stick around. So they don't, I guess they, they don't evaporate as easily as pe- as like bigger, stronger runes are. So they can have more time to make them really complicated. Uh, so they can use them more strategically, which is very much in line with, which is very much in line with, oh my God, I just got a repeat of myself. Uh, yeah, my bad. Now you're good. Um, but yeah, Zora is just like, I will teach you these runes, but you know what? It takes, it takes a lot of studying. And you're obviously dumb and impatient, so you know you got to put your fucking work in and do some get step out of your comfort zone. Um, and Magna's like, "I'll do it," and he keeps like running by arrays with uh, with Zora. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of a cool little moment where they both uh, where Magna's working really hard in a way that's not just physically training and being stronger. Um, and we got to we cut to the present where Magna. It explains a little bit more about how his power to work. We get a, like a visual representation where, um, if <laughs> if uh, Dante has one thousand and he has two power, uh, two mana, uh, the link basically splits it so they're both dead even in terms of mana. So, yeah, uh, he would just get it would be five hundred one to five hundred one. Um, so. Now it's just like kind of a death match. They got to punch each other, basically. Uh, and it's who can punch harder. Uh, and we've seen this battle, this attack before where uh, where Dante uses uh, heavy infighting uh, to, to... Yeah, with the gravity. Yeah, to square off with Magna. Um, she just... Bah! Bah! <laughs> Actually, what is that? His left hand? Nice job. Yeah. Um. Damn. And yeah, Magna lays a good one on him, but he's like, uh, but it doesn't matter because I can heal with my magic. Um, and he just keeps punching, laying into him. And then Magna just like t- tanks all of it, it seems. He just like blocks up uh, and he keeps dodging. He bobs and weaves, fucking Dempsey roll shit. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes like, I won't. And, um, I guess Zora in his mind spurs him on is like, even if you put your knees even if it puts you on your knees and you can stru- continue struggle and continue to fight, you kept the smoldering fire burning and kept preparing right up to today. It doesn't matter if your opponent's an, an enemy boss or a devil host or a mortal. Win this fight, Magna. As Magna just like lays a fucking rocket punch in his fucking face. This whole noise is delivered in the process. And he brings him down. He scores it down onto him if we're using Hajime oh, Nibu yeah. turns. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a down. That was, yeah, Bam! You're absolutely right. Slumber. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Slumber. Slumber. 
yeah, I mean, this was really cool. I love this two-page spread. There's some unfinished artwork here. I mean, obviously, I think uh, Black Clover is actually off next week. Um, so I hope his like health is well, um, Tabata. Uh, and you know, I feel like that that's why you know he's like I guess taking a sick week. Um, sometimes I like it when like we get unfinished arc uh, art. I, I find it like kind of nice and interesting to see how it like the inking. Yeah, yeah, it just looks cool, and you know, it gets corrected for the uh, for the volumes. But yeah, uh, I like this chapter quite a bit. Uh, actually, kind of shocked that it wasn't the audience RGC. But I guess people yeah, I'm shocked too. I guess people don't like Magna. <laughs> uh, but I love Magna, and I, I love this little focus on him. This is a great little character moment for him. Man, he hits him so hard in the chest, and that it erupts on the other side. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he does like the Red Hawk. That's the that's Luffy's Red Hawk. He just goes, bow, explosion in his back. It's kind of cool. I don't mind it. But this was a big old action chapter, uh, aside from the little bit of character development. Um, I can't wait to see Zora go off on somebody. Yeah, he's just kind of waiting in the wing. Like, I, whatever he, he's probably just waiting for his moment to finish. And then he's going to be like, all right, my turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to scrap with another goon. Yeah. But I like this chapter a lot. Uh I don't. I don't have much else to say about it. It was pretty cool. Uh, you guys ready to move onward? Then let's go. It is time to randomize. I hope he turns his sword into some gu 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 guns. My Hero Academia, chapter three hundred and eleven. Um, I mean, I guess we can make the special exception. <laughs> this this was the actual audience voted really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. It won 61% of the vote. It was a pretty big margin. Uh, way over half of everything else. Um, so, yeah. Kudos to my hero. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy for it. Uh, if you guys wanted to vote... Yeah. On what the next chapter RGC will be, you can vote on our Twitter at New Jump City, and uh, the poll goes up every Sunday, usually after I read the chapters or whatever when they come out around noon. So go on there, and uh, the poll stays up for a couple of days from Sunday to Thursday. So get your vote in. But let's get into the chapter proper. Um, this is my Hero Academia chapter three hundred and eleven. Here we go. Uh, we open with what seems to be just like a villain, just unloading a fucking nail gun letting off man <laughs> yeah <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me ah! from Malibu Most Wanted wow. uh, damn while his man's just splitting he's like come on man just run that's fucking endeavor nah yeah this he's guy's like nah man I got the, he's feeling he's, <laughs> I got he's my nail gun with these support items yeah uh, and endeavor's like uh, I'm gonna make a fucking quick work out of this guy. He does ignited arrow and it goes straight through this guy. Uh, he's like, "Damn it, Endeavor, give us a break. You're the reason that we're even out." And um, Endeavor's like, "Yeah, that's why I'm here to take you back." Um, so yeah, these guys aren't necessarily connected with one for all, so oh, all for one. So he, uh, uh, but they take him to jail anyway, obviously. Uh, the people just hate Endeavor still, like, or everybody, all the heroes. Uh, an anti-hero sentiment seems to be growing more and more. Um, and they, they, the most important thing to gain out of this is that they know that they're lying to them about 
who Shigaraki was really after. So, you know, they they still feel a little like like they can trust heroes because they're still hiding shit from them, even after all the fucking garbage they're going through right now. Uh, it's kind of a hard, rock and a hard place situation. Uh, in any case, we cut back to the car as they're kind of dis, uh, discussing what to do. Uh, they're basically they're monitoring Midoriya. That was kind of the, sorry. That was kind of the deal. Um, you know, they're Midoriya is doing now training on the job, and Endeavor and the others are falling back, taking care of other shit, but keeping an eye on him. Um, so yeah, uh, they're basically like they they kind of figure that they're trying to that all for one is trying to take Shigaraki's body. And um, at the end of the day, when he does that, he'll be able to steal one for all. And Hawks is like, something's been bugging me. But, you know, uh, he explained to us that how uh, a body can that's too weak can't receive it. So why is he focused? Why is all for one focus so much on Shigaraki's rage? And um, best genius is like, it's a strong emotion, right? I mean, after all, all the one after all, one for all contains eight other spirits one needs strength of will to override them. And Hawks is like, yeah, but, you know, he's been pursuing all for one forever, so you would think he would have enough fucking hatred and rage against them to, like, be stronger, you know? And he's like, maybe it's not enough hatred. And Hawks is like, yeah, I guess, maybe, but maybe he's not even, he doesn't have any rage within him. Like, he doesn't have any strong emotions. And that's why Shigaraki is so important, that that's the missing element that All for One never had. It's just an emotional trigger. Uh, so basically, it's like, oh, so the reason that All for One can't really use All for One's abilities is because he's kind of a sociopath. He has no feelings one way or another. Which makes sense, and it, it kind of tracks, because, um, you know, Midoriya gets an incredible surge of power whenever he's, like, pissed or whenever he's desperate so yeah. that's interesting that's an interesting way to think about it um meanwhile uh all might is just you know in his car in his whip just driving tracking midoriya staying very close behind him and he's like worried that midoriya is not sleeping enough uh and he remembers what night i say is like i recommend a decent night's sleep in a warm co- cozy bed um and then he gets a call from um she from best genius he's like wait a minute midoriya's fucking uh, midoriya's signal is gone and that's when i guess what looks like a bomb just blows up right at, blows up all might's car yeah and it I, went right next to his face too yeah and uh as midoriya seems to be calling somebody that's when just like a bullet just swipes in <laughs> right on the corner of the phone that's some crazy aim sticks yeah. it to the wall <coughs> and there's like a little speaker attached to the end of the bullet and uh, a voice calls out and says hey you boy in green you're coming with me and Midori is like fuck what's going on is that an escapee with ties to him and we cut to the next page and it's that girl from the prison from the Tartarus escape little moment um, who gets uh, over- overhaul out it's the same girl and she has one arm that is a weird bio sniper gun. Uh, sheesh. Yeah, that shit looks wild. Yeah, it looks real fucking menacing. 
I don't know how it works, but I'm like, whoa. And there seems to be she's a got, guy. She got a bullet in her hand too, man. She's... Yeah, I wonder how it works. Does she reload her arm in a weird way? It's weird. I don't know. What are these bullets? <laughs> I'm interested. Meanwhile, if you peep in the corner, there's a guy with no arms. Yeah, just hanging out over there. I don't know if he's dead. Maybe her ability requires to, like, in order to get this gun, she has to rip off somebody's limbs. Yeah, and use them for herself. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll get it next chapter, but that's where the chapter ends. Uh, oh, it's coming out her elbow. She has her arm back like that, so she's kind of like, yeah, she's like this. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what this fucking power could possibly be. Because um, I didn't notice this when she was running. When she was in the prison, she had two regular arms. So it could probably just it could probably transform. That'd be pretty sick. That's a pretty sick ability. Yeah, um, yeah this is uh, this is interesting. I I think whatever this arc is supposed to be, it starts now. This is this is what yeah. you know. Everything else was just kind of like a primer to establish the world, and now we're gonna get into real story shit. Yeah, this is yeah, this is where we kick into gear. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit of uh, world-building stuff. I, I thought this ended pretty great because I didn't see any of this coming. I didn't expect this shit to get so serious like that out of nowhere. Man, I'm worried about All Might. Oh, man. I mean, he's not dead here. They're not just going to kill him off in this tiny panel. Um, <laughs> not All Might. All Might's too important. I mean, you know. All Might's too important. getting to that point in the story, right? Yeah. I don't think he's dead here. He, he could die. Nah, he'll, he'll be fine. He, like... All Might is a smart dude, or maybe there'll be like a superhero who saves him at the last second. I just, it's it. This will be an anticlimactic way for All Might to die, kind of. Yeah, is I, what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking that his car is like souped up, just like armored. He'll be fine. He'll just be a little scratched up. But he'll have some goons on him. But was the explosion from inside the car? No, it was outside. It was from this little flashbang. Thing. Oh, you see it. There's, oh, okay. there's a little pen yeah. where All Might's looking yeah, directly no, at this it. bomb. Um, I mean, it could be a multi-pronged attack. Like, this lady, could, there could be somebody else around aside from this girl. Um, oh, I know who this fucking thing is. This guy. What? This is Overhaul. He has no arms. Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> what? I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, he was... She, she got him out of the cage and then she met up with him. Yo. What's his actual name? Ch- Ch- uh, Chisaki. Chikasi. No, Chisaki. I think, right? Brian's Chisaki. name is Chisaki? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, I'll tell you what. I didn't notice that until exactly right now. I was like, why is this just dude with no arms hanging around them? Like, who has no arms? I just thought he was just, you know, a bad guy. He was going to have a cool ability. no arms. Then I literally remembered, oh, yeah, that was the grimiest chapter of My Hero ever had <laughs> had Shigaraki, like, destroy this dude's arms. Um, I mean, this brings up the chapter a little bit more in my eyes. I didn't see that. I, I didn't think I'd see Overhaul back this soon. Uh, I wonder what his utility is even going to be, what, what he's going to mean to the story anymore, but... Um, if that is him, I could be wrong. Oh, it is him. It is him. Hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, it only. No, it is because they they showed him 
when uh, she broke him out of prison. That's that's him. But why are they together? Because I don't know if they know each other. You know, because she didn't. Well, break she him out broke on him out. She didn't do it on purpose. She just saw somebody was stuck in there, and she let him out. Maybe he's just been sticking with her since. Yeah, maybe. I'm very, I'm very intrigued now. Oh, this was well, just, obviously he needs some allies right now. Yeah, this was a Doesn't good really chapter happen. in my eyes, but then like overhaul being there is like, oh shit, overhaul back. All right. I think that brings it at least more interesting. We have like kind of mixed feelings about the overhaul arc in general, but it is kind of interesting that he's back. I, I, I don't know what uh, what could come of it. He has no arms, and that's kind of very important for his ability. Uh, <laughs> no arm, have him, bitch. No arm. Maybe he could use it with his feet. Yeah. You know? oh, imagine he has and like his face. He just puts. That's his pretty face cool. Imagine he would just become Sanji. Just like kicks people. What's his ability again? He can change, he rearrange like the atoms of stuff. And what was it again, Brian? Damn, I I like know his it. left hand could destroy and his right hand could bring back, kind of like Scar. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember his abilities being very similar to Scar from Full Metal Alchemist, where he can manipulate like the physical. I mean, you could look up like the exact quirk, but he can manipulate the exact physical property. Of because he can fuse with like himself with other people as well. So yeah. like I think one of his arms does like explosive thingies, and the other hand the other hand revives things. But they're both gone because Shigaraki dead at them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm the destroyer. That's I, it. And honestly, they're not connected to All for One as far as we know. Um, they could be just completely yeah. separate, working on their own devices. You know, I'm very fascinated to see where it goes. They'll probably be allies. I know Overhaul's feeling some type of way, so maybe. Ooh, for sure. He said, "Yeah, I want to get back at Shigaraki. Tell me what I got to do. Mm-hmm. I don't care." Uh, Brian, did you find his quirk by any chance? Um, I'm pretty sure it's exactly how I described it. Like, uh, because remember he he would touch Aerie, break her down, and then bring her back. Yeah. Bring me. Grimy. Yeah, but I don't know. That's all I got to say about My Hero Academia. It was a very interesting chapter that just got elevated because I'm slow and I realize things on podcast. (laughs) 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 Um, You guys have any thoughts before we go? I can't believe Black Clover didn't win. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this, uh, every time I don't pick, uh, My Hero, the audience decides, oh, you know what? Time to put my hero on the charts, you know? Time to, time purely, to give my hero some love. Purely it's out of spite. Yeah. Hey, They I only mean, do it out of spite. Maybe it's a changing of the guard. Maybe next week, you know, from here on out, it'll just be nothing but my hero. Who knows? Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the future comes. You could vote for it on uh, Twitter, by the way. Don't forget to do that. Um, but in any case, I don't know. That's all I got to say about it. You guys ready to end this thing? Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, Yeah, I mean, this was a pretty low-key week. It's weird. Jujutsu Kaisen isn't here, and it feels like something's missing in my heart. Yeah, yep. for real. Yeah. But we'll have it back next week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You can find me at the Chris Espinal, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Brian's Twitch 
stream thing on twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram vote in the rgc poll uh give us a, so give us a subscribe on uh, itunes spotify amazon music wherever you listen to podcasts we are on there uh subscribe to our youtube channel uh give us a like give us a share comment uh anything you guys want us to talk about any com- uh suggestions criticisms anything you guys want to talk to us about comment or email us at new jump city on twitter and instagram um i think that's it right thank you guys so much for joining us we'll see you next week stay safe new jump citizens peace out guys